Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I have to get in, into a, a, a better mood somehow. And, you know, that's that's the <laughs> cam. What time do you need that, that thing I asked you for uh, by, by last night? <laughs> Uh, he's in Scotland today so I can splice and anyways so that's a that's a, a great way to bring us in ladies and gentlemen welcome to a very very special edition of anime versal review views podcast uh a crossover with the cantina and what I was uh just kind of uh complaining about a, a second ago was uh cam was supposed to give us like a cam's corner booth you know going with the whole cantina vibe and and uh give us his thoughts on on Star Wars visions but uh he scots us. I don't. I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm. I'm making it a thing right Scots now. He scots us. I like it. Hey, so I'm Cam Clark. Um, I'm not normally into anime, so uh, Kyle had asked me to, as a Star Wars fan, though, to say what I had thought of them. So I've watched them all now. It's still not for me. Anime still not my thing. However, um, there was one or two of them that I thought were interesting enough that they kept my attention. The duel. Uh, I've forgotten the name of the one, another one, uh, but the one that I particularly actually enjoyed and would actually like to see more of was the Ninth Jedi. I thought that was a really interesting take to to what we assume is in the future, um, and in a kind of different era. And that was just an interesting story to me that I would like to see more of. So that's my thoughts. Thanks. I'm the I'm the 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 head you know at no I'm joking Cam's a great guy but he he did miss out on that but I'm gonna splice it in everyone can listen to it like I said it's anime versal reviews with uh uh the cantina I am Kyle Malone joined by uh the regular AVR uh co-host Christine hi and Brian Brantley hey and and of course we have our uh uh avr like uh what, what's it called at large uh jammer who who is uh the other big what, anime, large. what is av what does that mean anime virtual reviews po- podcast no guy, no guy. but at large why you call me at not, large because you're not always on on the show but when is there's that a term yeah like editor at large i've never large. heard that never heard that never heard that i'm, I'm using fuck, it right aren't i like an editor yeah, at i don't large? know i don't i've never heard yeah. of it before so i mean like okay. yeah sure <laughs> yeah you're using it right 100 <laughs> percent and he is the former editor in chief of of LRM Online, Joseph J- Jammer Medina. Hey, thanks for having me. 
Yeah, appreciate it. And he also does uh, uh, Breaking Geek Radio here on the Genreverse, Genreverse Podcast Network. And the other guy from the cantina joining me here is Shaki. What's up, bud? Not too much. Uh, Shaki also writes, helps run, run LRM online. Uh, Brian does uh, have a YouTube channel, Pulp, Pulp Mythos. Please like, share, and subscribe. All of that, as well as uh, the Genreverse Podcast Network, wherever you get those from. And the... Uh, uh, LRM online YouTube channel, a lot of great uh, celebrity interviews, all of our podcasts go up there, and of course the website lrmonline.com. I think I got everything. Oh, growgeneration.com sponsors this thing. Thank you guys so much. There, now we got it all. Guys, Star Wars Visions. Holy crap, how how long have we seen fan uh, uh, manga little kind of not-so-official anime or not-so-official Star Wars manga, and just thought, uh, I hate to use the phrase, but what if like i've i've thought it that the tie fighter fa- fan uh a- anime is a b- big one that pe- people always mm. bring up mm-hmm. it was like something you could never really imagine happening back in the days of the like prequel trilogy and of course the the gap between the prequels and and the sequels i just i never I- imagined it and uh jammer i know you big in in anime big big into into star wars and you're you're a lot like me where you're you're almost kind of done seeing stuff you know tied to the name name skywalker dude what was what was it like for you to to see visions finally man so first of all like yeah like you said it's something that i've been excited to see i think the closest i think anime nerds like i've always kind of imagined a potential anime sort of feel to this series uh the closest we got was what were those shorts like star wars galaxy of adventures is that what those were yeah Mm -hmm. those were like the closest we got to sort of anime official anime style and then that short that you talked about so it kind of like glommed onto it people made like anime openings using those and it was just Mm -hmm. really good stuff um but yeah when it was announced that we'd be getting this it was like finally two things a i love anime obviously b like you said i'm over the skywalkers and not just over the skywalkers get me far away from everything get me yeah let me let me see different genres within this space opera universe. And that's what I got. I got what I wanted, but like the Animatrix, kind of a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are some stuff that are some, some episodes that are stronger than others, but I don't think I think there was only two where I was just like, I'm bored. But the rest of them, I feel like, had some redeeming qualities that I can kind of look and be like, even if I don't like the execution, I do want that idea expanded on. And on the whole, I just thought it was just it was a it was a breath of fresh air, even if it was a bit flawed. So that's my overall summation take. I in like a nutshell. that. I dig that. Uh, Shaki, I'll go to you you next because you're not as mu- much into anime as say Jammer, Christine, Brian, or or I. So. Your kind of a uh, first taste of of Star Wars anime outside of those those shorts that we we talked about is the same as as all of ours. Does this turn you on to anime more? Let less do nothing. Well, yeah. Um, so I like like Jammer. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was it, it was definitely a different take on Star Wars. And you know, I think like most older Star Wars fans, we are looking for something other than the traditional OT timeline and, you know, getting away from the Skywalker. Are era. they though? 
Are they though? A lot of look at the Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't trust that. I'm pretty sure his hand would be, be I, nice too. To be, I'm, I'm talking about like the Phantom at large. There's like, oh, I want the same yeah. thing, but I don't want the same thing. But listen, you Mando season one was really it had nothing to do with really the Skywalker era, besides it being in the same timeline. But yeah, no, I get but you. But it had on all that. those familiar things that like, you're right. It, it, it leaned it, into it was... the, the the Star Wars isms. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, my only thing with uh, the the Star Wars Visions was I thought it was very repetitive on the whole Jedi, you know, concept. It, it was like I, I wish that there was something to break it up a little bit more, like you know, like do something with this the Tie Fighters or you know, do something you know, a, a battle, you know, type deal that didn't really have something to do with Jedi, just to break it up. Because when you get through, when you if you watch it all in continuous one through nine. It's a very repetitive type of theme, you know, a Jedi hunting Sith or Jedi, hunt, you know, running away from something, um, you know. So, but I enjoyed it. Like the, the stories were good. There were some that were definitely better than others. And, you know, I, I, that's usually what you get when you do these type of anthology type uh, creations and mashups, kind of like with the Animatrix and uh, what was it? Um, Gotham Batman, Knight. Gotham Knight, right. Yeah, there's some, some people like some and, you know, the... Everyone has their favorites on there. So um, mine ended up, of course, uh, I think I think the most popular one was the duel because you start off right with it. You know, um, I think that was on what I was reading online. So a lot of people's, you know, t- kind of big favorite there. And then the uh, my second one was the Lop and Ocho one. And it was kind of the just the I, I know it was weird, but it, it reminded me a lot of like the 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 anime that i grew up with was ronmo one half and watching mm. that and it was that style and technique and so i i think it just brought back a little bit of my like childhood you know mm. watching that and that was it i mean um but no i thought overall it, it's something that i think could could really go deeper i think you could do another visions you know anthology mix and have it a different theme you know you not do them yearly different. yeah like basically yearly. a season mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and but just have I different things to them yeah I do want to talk about two things you mentioned before we get to Brian. So, A, I agree with you. It was too centric on the Jedi. Yeah. And uh, what's something that, that Jonesy said in Breaking Geek Creator, the podcast, which you can listen to, uh, he talked about how they kind of were structured the same way. We're all kind of culminates in like a lightsaber battle at the yeah. end. Yeah. And I wish there was some sort of variation there. And I agree completely. Even though, like, I feel like what I liked about it was the stories, even though it all kind of set around Jedi, like the worlds maybe around them and the characters right. were... Mm-hmm different enough for the most part that it felt relatively fresh even if it was kind of repetitive um but then the other thing you said with Lopen Ocho was like the thing about that one is I I felt like I was really excited for that because it reminded me of Mamoru Hosoda who likes his animal type characters yeah the, he's a filmmaker and I was just like oh that'll be a fun one and I was just bored I didn't get it I didn't get that one, but we can talk about that specifically yeah. later. But I, I felt bad because that was one I was, I think, the most excited for. That was the most disappointing to me. Mm. And then the the last thing on the, the going on the repetitiveness, I, I think it was seven out of the nine had the I've got a bad feeling about this reference in almost. Yeah, I was just like by the seventh one, like the seventh time I heard, it, I was like, okay. You I know, each stu- each studio probably got because I think there are two studios yeah. that have two. I bet you each studio <clears throat> got their line in because they're yeah. like, we have to include that. And because- yeah, and uh, Christine, what uh, to keep keep it going, Christine? What was your your take on it? Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, of course, I agree with a lot of the same points about it being repetitive, and it's like 
there's constantly like a lightsaber, you know, appearing and, you know, just, it kind of felt like, you know, there's other things besides that, you know, you can touch on that instead. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy it. Um, but then like near the end, I'm kind of like, cause we like binged it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for me, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get a little antsy. I'm starting to get mm-hmm. a little bored from this. Um, so breaking it up, um, when we rewatched it in English felt a lot better, uh, for some mm-hmm. of the episodes. So, um, yeah. I think and, uh, it's interesting to me, like how I feel bad almost judging it for that because these aren't really meant to be watched one after another after mm-hmm. another. Like, if, I almost feel like we should almost look at it and be like, in a vacuum, how does this hold up? Not necessarily yep. draw the connections because yeah. there really aren't any. Or they, you know what I mean? And and not only that, but Brian, uh, I'm I'm wondering if if you might be on the same wavelength at me. Um, in your your comments, do you want to take a, a stab at why some of the re- repetitiveness might? kind of kind of be there did you think on that at all yourself uh, main there was an obsession with kyber crystals mm-hmm. like that was a theme in most of them and that led to the lightsaber battles siths jedi and it did get to a point where i was sitting there like okay cool um i agree why not, don't we have a x-wing story or a tie fighter pilot or you know some, something that it's not just jedi and sith but I did find the crystal theme funny because each one it was like, oh, the crystals. The matter of fact, they were giving him, them powers and abilities that I don't mm-hmm. recall in any kind of uh, Star Wars lore, uh, which was fine. You know, it was the creative um, direction they wanted to go. But a- after all of them, that was definitely a theme that I noticed throughout. Yeah, yeah, I think there was one of the shorts that like really I feel like once you got to one of the shorts, it really capitalized on the whole lightsaber world building mythology stuff. And I was like, okay, you can't really top that. So yeah. there shouldn't be any more yeah. lightsabers. Right. And then what and I'm we'll talking to, about we'll was get to the production ni- okay. IG's ninth, ninth Jedi. Cause that, that that's was been a big my favorite topic one. for, for every, everyone. Um, one of the, uh, so I of course lo- love this eight, eight out of nine, nine of them. I would watch again uh, and, and several, uh-huh. I would love to watch more of, of that, that story. Uh, it's very, very obvious that uh, Japan loves uh, their their culture, which is all throughout the original Star Wars, through uh, uh, admitted in- inspirations from Kur- Kurosawa films, um, <clears throat> and and then you can also see uh, the things that they they latch onto w- within Star Star Wars uh, uh, that reminded th- them of all of that, and I think that gives you the the, the repetition. And also, again, this is the f- first time a lot of these uh, 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 creator creators uh, uh artists uh d- directors r- writers and all that have ever ever gotten a, an actual opportunity to touch this universe in, in an official capacity so uh yeah i i i saw them wanting to use i've got a bad fe- feeling about this having uh uh, uh toby be two obi one i mean mm-hmm. can come on i i lo- love all all of Our that, and, yeah, and absolutely. I think the binging jammer, you you, you hit that on on the the head. We really do have to separate rate these and 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 look at them as as in individuals, which is why we watch them in kind of like little episode chunks during the rewatch of of the dub. And uh, you know, I really want to just make this as fluid as I can. So let's just go go into the conversations and and let's kind of go in reverse order of what we just did uh, i'll go last again though and brian give us your your 
favorite e- episode and a little little bit why um my favorite episode was <laughs> the ninth jedi actually yeah. yes and it, it was because it felt like a pilot episode of a series i i got all the characters the villains a story arc and it felt like it was going to go in another direction the idea of a forging lightsabers that was just cool um the revelation at the end that you know they had they were sith and the blade would reflect the user all that stuff was just really neat and like i said by the time you got to the end there was also a lot of reveals like it, there were little mysteries and you're wondering well, what's going on when we get to the end i'm like please give me a second part at some point so if, if there if there is a vision season two i hope this story continues or maybe if there's a spin-off series from it yeah, yeah there's there's been some rumblings and for for those of you that don't don't know disney didn't advertise it stupidly uh there's like a disney gallery in the extras on disney plus a uh, filmmaker uh focus uh five to seven minutes on on each episode each episode really yes i didn't know that they that's didn't, exciting they okay. didn't freaking push it out so i of course, of course watched them thank you uh you, you're providing a service kyle yes. thank you <laughs> in, in it there's some rumblings online because in it there's some out of context uh comments about hey if the fans liked it who no- knows that's all all it is literally other other filmmaker focuses say similar things but everyone's latching on to this because it's that that beloved it was uh done by uh production ig which most people uh that don't necessarily know the studio names because i don't get into studios as as much either but this is the the people responsible for ghost in the shell as soon as you see the ninth ninth jedi you're just like ah the 90s (laughs) It looks, it feels, it even smells like like '90s anime. Really? Like, That's how you felt? Yes. yes That's funny because I remember I started watching it, and then I was like, "Who did this?" I was like, "That's production IG." It doesn't yeah. seem like it. I didn't it, feel it. it. It didn't. It didn't feel like Ghost in the Shell. That's not what I'm saying. It didn't. I'm not. They did Ghost in the Shell. I'm not saying that it felt like it felt like '90s though. Brian, did you get a, a '90s sense from it? Going, going a, a little into that bit, animation? but I, I didn't realize oh, okay. who it was. No. Um, so I mean, the 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 combat at the end, there was some '90s flair there. Mm-hmm. Some, you some you know what I felt? More than that, I'm realizing now because I looked up the filmmaker, the director. Mm-hmm. He did uh, Eden of the East, and the mm. animation feels a lot like Eden of the East. Uh, and if you don't check it out, it's actually this really fun thriller futuristic type thriller it's really fun it's um it doesn't take itself too seriously but the animation reminds me of that and i think yeah. that makes sense that okay. makes sense christine what was your uh either uh, the best or favorite however you want to want to phrase it i was i was going to say the same thing the ninth jedi and um you all hit on a lot of the same points that i was going to say um out of all nine episodes this one like hit the most like little check marks i i like to be surprised I, I like a good fight. Um, I like a good story and it, it covered everything and I didn't see anything coming and it was the most exciting. So very cool. Mike, over, over to you. You mentioned uh, 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 Slope and uh, Ocho. Yeah, Ooh. but the no, well, my I favorite it. one. Uh, <laughs> I liked, you liked it. it? Huh. My favorite one was the duel. Um, okay, go ahead. It, okay. it felt yeah. like. It felt like it was like a Quentin Tarantino film, like in that short time frame. Like I really could see like Tarantino taking that storyline and expanding on it, you know, because it, it, it kind of gives you the 
the twist that it's not a Jedi, you know, hunting, you know, it's, it's, a, it's another Sith, you know, protecting a village. He's got the Kyber crystals, you know, the, revealing that he's collected, you know, you know, a bunch of Kyber, red Kyber crystals. I'm thinking um, he's maybe f- former Sith because he's a, ro- former he's a Sith, strong right, hat yeah. rodent. No yeah, longer yeah. has and a so, master. You know? yeah. The way he wins put a big smile on my yeah. face. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, it, it was classic. Like, it was the, the classic, you know, um, style of, you know, the samurai film, Western film. Like, it just had, all, like, all those things for me that I, I kind of enjoyed. But enough of a twist there that, like, you, when Tarantino does a film, he, he's got to put his little spin on it to make it his own. I felt like that that was, it made it very different for me. So, like, that's kind of when I started off with that, I was hooked for the, watching the rest of the, the episodes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I really... Uh did dig dig the the duel uh everyone really if you go and watch reaction videos to the initial tra- trailer for uh full trailer not the behind the scenes look you watch reactions literally when he unsheaths his his uh lightsaber everyone has the exact same reaction oh yes <laughs> yeah it's a cool Animation shot was very, very 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 cool um and music which i do want to touch on as as a, a broader theme uh uh in a little little bit as well was was really awesome i, I almost hate that they set that first because it really did set quite a a high bar but yeah yeah jammer what, yeah. what what's your pick for favorite well i do want to address that oh, first sure, go ahead, i think go ahead. i think you're right as far as the duel it did set a high bar not just in terms of uh you know cool factor but also it's like stylistic factor mm-hmm. um you expect to be highly stylized really I guess there was the duel, the twins, and then Toby. Those were the stylistic ones. Akakiri. The rest of them were. Yeah. Oh, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Akakiri. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but the rest of them were pretty standard in terms yeah. of their style and anim- their animation styles. Different, but like relatively standard. So I think it did kind of set a high bar in terms of stylization. Uh, but my favorite, like you all, Ninth Jedi. I think it's um, well, not all you all, but, but a couple of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Most of the us. Ninth Jedi. It's so good uh, because, well, first of all, like the world building is really good. Um, and then the main character really, uh, it, it kind of takes that sort of farm boy archetype, but like adds a little twist to it. We're making her involved in like the the creation of the lightsabers or her father's creation of the lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And it's just, they made her really likable and capable at the same time. And while not being a Mary Sue type character, like a lot of people complain about with Ray, it's like, oh, she's raised by a guy who makes lightsabers for a living. Of course, she's mm-hmm. going to know that. And the world building, how uh, I think Brian mentioned it, the how the lightsabers reflect their user and it, it basically reveals who they are. Fantastic visual way to make, make this amazing reveal at the end about all these characters. And it's just, it was so cool. Like yeah. it, it made me want more. Um, and it just felt like the most, ironically enough, as Brian said, it does feel like almost like a pilot, but it also felt like perhaps the most complete and satisfying of all of them, like the mm-hmm. most well-rounded by the I end. Mean, and I was just on board. I can tell you guys why my actual favorite is different, but this is by far the the best. And uh, in that filmmaker uh, thing, they uh, the uh, director was telling how they actually came up with two two pitches and they were both in the same kind of world because you know you when you build a short you still have to build a bigger world and then pick a place for for your short in in there um and lucasfilm and uh studio quibbly or quib whatever the 
it, it is the production company that they, they were working uh, with o- overall um, said, do you guys want to put the, these together and into one big one? And they lit them. And that, that's why it feels so much more than it, any of the other things. Because this is literally two shorts huh. of a bigger world fully formed in this guy's brain uh, put uh, put together and then re- reshortened uh, once again. It accomplishes a lot really quickly. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's very efficient with its time. Like, I think it was 20 minutes, maybe? It's the yeah, longest, it it's the longest yeah. isn't it? No, it's like not. Lopinucho's the longest. Uh, is it? I think so. I'm uh, talking about my ass, but I think I remember times on w- Wiki. Sorry, guys. Um, but I'll yeah, it, right they're, they're all really, really, really quick. Uh, did you have another thought on that, Jammer? Or? Not not all of them feel very Nine quick. Nine Jedi's 22 minutes, that. and oh, okay. Lopinocho's 20 minutes. Okay. Oh, okay, I mixed them. So yeah, yeah, you're right. It is the longest one. Well, it didn't feel like it. Lopinocho felt like the longest one. Actually, no, it didn't. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Toby felt like the longest one to me. Which was probably one disappointing one for, I me agree. for various reasons. Uh, I think the longest one actually was like the elder because the way it started out, yeah. my, my brain was like, "Okay, there's too much dialogue. You uh, haven't hooked me in yet. Well, I'm I'm getting a little bored." <laughs> um, but it turned out to be really good. Yeah. But at the beginning, it's like you need to, to work on the worst story. Oh, that oh, would have the worst the, story. The elder gets a pass <laughs> just simply being for, from Trigger right now, and I'm on no, no, like a trigger, fat kid on a cupcake, no. so yeah. So the, the, <laughs> that the, was the worst the story thing. out of all. Here's the thing. The trigger, the twins, I had high hopes for the twins, <laughs> and the twins did not deliver. It had. Yeah, it, it was basically so well. the epitome of style over substance, but the style yeah. even wasn't nearly as cool as I wanted to be. I could go and watch Kill a Kill and Promare oh, and absolutely. any of their other shows and get a- more style absolutely. than this one. But this is this and is, more substance. This is why I, I lo- loved uh the the twins. Uh one, the their stylized use uh in, in Promare uh is is beautiful. I love it. It's so blocky and basic and these just big bold bl- blocky colors that take up so much space when everyone else is throwing in uh uh, uh gradation and and la- layers and la- there i love the way it, it looked we watched everything in in sub first and then we watched everything in dub i'm everyone knows i'm not an, an elitist i'll watch anything any any way i usually just stick with a a series in whatever language i i hear it hear it first but i wanted to to experience both because there's a there is one thing when you get uh, A-list a- actors to do an, an anime dub, uh, and that's sometimes they westernize it too much. J- Jammer, you kind of know what I'm saying. There's like a certain style to do doing anime voice work versus western animated voice work in a in a oh, yeah. uh, in a larger. It's a completely different skill set. R- like because right. you you're you're match you're trying to match lip flaps. You're not just doing a natural performance, and, and that some... can lead to sort of a stilted nature. And then also there are a lot of anime voice type tropes that the anime the English voice actors are on board with, and they understand. But the mm-hmm. A list actors and the either directors who they bring in don't necessarily know them, so you don't necessarily have the same transition. However, I will say that is kind of refreshing when you get these a-list actors where they don't bring in those tropes so the voice mm-hmm. might sound more naturalistic and be more accessible as a result of it so like it, can. it yeah. could it can work and sometimes it can't like um i'm trying to think of one that really worked 
I, I think the uh, uh, English dub on the Elder was actually really, really well done uh, overall as far as their their delivery. Uh, I think uh, uh, Harbor did better than the the uh, young man that played uh, Dan, but the the kid playing Dan did did a great great job. Um, but but when it came to the to the twins, the Japanese style was great. This was to me the most anime of of them all because it was simple like you said jammer there's there's not a lot of substance here it is a an anime trope fest and honestly that's why it's it's my favorite because it it allowed me to completely unplug from everything and and it looks and feels like a, a a japanese manga fan that's a star wars fan with his action figures in his room that that's what the twins felt i guess like. that was my main problem that. was i expected it like I agree, it was style over substance, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But I almost feel like it wasn't as stylish mm. or stylized as their original as it work. could have been, and and that might yeah. be. But when it comes to those voice actors, so the Japanese ones were great. But Allison Brie and Neil Neil Patrick Harris, you guys actually nailed the the uh, excitement, the the exaggerations. I I felt. As far as like the uh, matching that that anime style, as as far as people that don't necessarily have a lot of anime experience, they nailed the dub. Allison Brie as as Am, Am and uh, Kare, uh played by uh, NPH, I absolutely loved it. Um, before we go into looking at the the music and some of the other uh, other shows and, and talk about some, some of the duds, let's take a quick word from our sponsors over at Grow Generation. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the, the episode. Check out growgeneration.com where the pros go go to grow. Guys, uh, mu- music. Can we all all agree that for, for, for ever, ever and ever, John Williams' Star Wars music is like the uh, epitome of, of movie soundtrack. Like this lives mm-hmm. forever, right? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. This t- to me has been the wor- worst part of the Mandalorian. Not taken away from the music that's Whoa, there because it's good. No, no, no. Oh, let, let me finish oh. my. Yeah, let, me fin- finish. <laughs> finish, let me finish. Finish. Let him finish thought. <laughs> it's it's not that the m- music that's there is bad. It's it's great. I love it. It fits. But, but I've always said they've needed to work in more Star Star Wars. This managed to really give us a lot of. Uh, traditional, very Star Wars heavy feeling ones, but a lot that had enough of a of a, a foreignness to it with with Japanese because they they uh, uh, used um, Japanese orchestras for many of these uh, recording in in Tokyo and other other play, places. Uh, you, you can hear some of those cultural differences that you hear in things like a Final Fantasy or a, a Secret of Mana or something like like that. But they managed to Star Wars fight it more than. The man Mandalorian feels the majority of the time, and again, that's not me knocking the Mando as being bad, but it's the one thing I've always felt doesn't feel Star Star Wars enough. Um, so that's so funny to me. It's ironic because that's actually one of the reasons I love the Mandalorian soundtrack is because <laughs> it is it doesn't feel at all like Star Wars, and I'm like, oh, they're really going in for something different. Mm-hmm. I like that, um, and I think that also is reflective on my I think one of my favorite quote-unquote, I don't know why I say quote-unquote, one of my favorite scores in the episodes, or the, my favorite episodes regarding score is probably the most 
least Star Wars sounding score out of all of them, and that is The Village Bride, mm, which I like completely that one agree. A lot. I do love yeah. that one. Gorgeous. A lot. So yeah. good. Doesn't at all feel like Star no, Wars. You can watch doesn't. that until the very end. It doesn't feel like a Star Wars story at all. Um, kind of a slow burn, but the music, I, I just, I want blade. that soundtrack. <sighs> I love yeah. I put that, that in my notes. <laughs> the Village Bride. That, that is, soundtrack. that is a good, yeah. good one. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you since uh, Jaron brought it up, bounce, bounce off of that, bud. That, no, he's hundred percent correct. It, it was the one, like the music in the first, th- well, I don't know, Tatooine Rhapsody. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Japanese, the Japanese punk rock is what English tra- translations up. are har- yeah. hard to sing. The Very Japanese hard. style, uh, the Japanese l- lyrics actually makes the song. It wasn't the music very, uh, uh, the the music, not the lyric. The music was very, very. Um, the pillows. Pillows. Yeah. FLCL. But when we, when we get, oh, okay. When we get to um, episode four of The Village Bride, that was the one where I, the music stopped me. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's unique. And it, it actually caused me to pay more attention to the soundtrack going uh, for the next several episodes. Um that one to me was the best soundtrack. Absolutely, I did that. And I think I think I like the best color. I think this is not related. Best use of colors, I think, was we'll also get in that, that one. Damn it, Brian. Oh, Jay, okay, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to art, Christine, music. Um, I I gotta say, as far as music goes, um, the second one was my favorite. Um, because I, I I think the first thing that you introduced me to was, was like FLCL yeah. and we we listened to the pillows a lot um we listened to a lot of Japanese rock and to me that was my favorite it um as far as music goes um yeah because we we saw it in in Japanese first so to me it's like this this feels great I love mm-hmm. it um and that's kind of why why I wanted to do uh subtitled first is because I knew there was a musical number in there and I know how bad English translations can't. Not always. There are some de- decent mm-hmm. out, out there, but uh, it definitely sounds better in Japanese. Mike, any um, mu- musical com- comments? I, I agree with, you know, what Brian Jammer said. Like, I, I, you could definitely tell the references to, you know, Star Wars themes, you know, whether it was like the First Order theme coming through sometimes. Like, I think it was in, I think it was in the duel. You could get a reference to it in some of the other others but yeah the um the village bride was the one that took me out of that like it was very different there so yeah no i agreed with that kind of gives you a break yeah if you're binging it it kind of gives you a break and it it feels it feels really good to watch so yeah yeah then again it might be one of those those things where where again did the binging hurt this i need to watch it yeah i need to watch rhapsody though subtitle because that was yeah that it, was a refreshing. It I like it on the story level. It was I think story that level, was yes. Like, the was music cute. though, it was, it was eh, the... like here's the thing. It's like it's almost like watching sometimes you know, like when you're watching something and in in context, it's like oh, this is supposed to be incredible because they say it's incredible. You just kind of have to take their take word it, for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's basically what you have to do for Make a lot of things like that. Yeah, because I enjoyed the story of it, the tattooing rhapsody. But yeah, when it got to the music, I was like. Okay, the the lyrics don't make any sense whatsoever. So yeah. I was like, yeah, switch, switch, yeah, switch, 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 it, yeah. switch it over. Uh, so, uh, did anyone else have anything big they, they wanted to talk about on music before Christine kicks us off on some some artwork? No, Christine, tell us about uh, some of the the art st- styles that really stuck out in for for you. Uh, me, um, definitely the duel and the twins. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked, and of course, they're both very different. Um, the twins being very bright, um, 
very clean and then like the duel like a lot of shading and stuff i just when when we first started playing it that was actually really surprising because i hadn't been doing a lot of research on it or anything i, I kind of wanted to come in surprised mm -hmm. and you know it really set everything up and it was really cool um as far as other your scroll down yeah sure see if there's any other that, that <laughs> sticks out i'm trying to think of um the last yeah, the one. TOB one, uh, it was good. The the art was good. The the worst is definitely the the number Akakiri. nine. Akakiri, yeah. I uh, it, it it gave me some uh, uh, a a Aeon flux and some yeah. some really really style style. And I I'll admit to pe people, I'm I can be turned off by by artwork completely. I can't get into Rise of T TMNT, although I I hear from good, valid. Uh, uh opinion you know sources that it's really really good i i there's just some things aesthetically i i can't get over is that one why you can't get into about one piece no so jam jammer i'll admit to you i'm on chapter 32 33 the manga the artwork is awesome in manga i don't care for for the artwork in in motion it it absolutely works as as a manga um so yeah Thank, thank you for that. Go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, aw. But I, I do want to touch on Toby though, um, sure. which I thought was one of the most interesting styled, stylized yes. ones. Um, it was made to look basically like Osamu Tezuka animation, mm -hmm. like a stylized version of that. Uh, Astro Boy is essentially it's Astro Boy. Astro, yep. With a touch of Mega Man up the wazoo. <laughs> I, mean, the, he, I feel like Mega Man is no, based it on. Is, but but the. Uh, there, there's more Doctor Light there with the uh, holograms and the, the the technology. But he also style. looks like Ochana Mizu. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not taking. Yeah. And, and we all know Mega Man co comes from that. But I'm saying with with that, because it looks more modern than what we see in in Astro Boy. I felt more Mega Man. Maybe I whatever. Continue on. <laughs> uh, and Mega also Man X X X. Toby, I don't know why. Right, regular X. Toby. Uh, the name Toby is also was. So Astro Boy was created by a doctor after the death of his son, whose name was Toby. So that was like okay. another reference to what Astro is it? Boy. Ha ha! Double but, entendre. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, a Harvey Birdman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Inside joke. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, really cool stylization. But after two minutes, I was over it, and the story didn't hook me. So whatever. But I you agree. know, I didn't really it was, like it. I didn't like the sound effects too. They were very distracting. Um, I like the ambition for the animation. Whoever did the animation, great work. Whoever wrote the story, try harder next time. Um, <laughs> the fight did kind of kind of leave a little to to be desired. And honestly, when it comes to the artwork and and because the Japanese uh, studios that they they picked did focus so much on duels and and lightsabers, I couldn't help but compare that as aspect to all of these and and honestly while i i you know the ninth jedi but by far the best uh overall to the twins my my favorite overall when it when it comes to the to the to the fights it re really is lope and and ocho or uh the village bride uh, the the power up Super Saiyan Jedi, Jedi mo moments are and for both both are great. The lightsabers are both very unique. The the thin katana gold blade we'd seen other thin katana, but this was a gold gold blade. And and uh, the the character in in the village uh, village bride the the Jedi there when she goes from Padawan cutting off the braid to 
full Jedi, and it's it's really cool. I I dug that, and then and and Lopin and Ocho. Oh, when when Lope you know pulls out the blades, got freaking ca- characters on it, and it's got a a, a, a an aura coming. Out. It's beautiful. so be- beautiful, and both both of them use a lot of really uh, good use of of motion. Uh, um, I I I just I I dug dug both of those uh specifically for their use of the the uh anime style ja- Japanese culture that when the cherry tree pops up there in in Lo- Lobinocho and that's that's what really stuck out to to me uh art art wise uh Brian you next <laughs> uh the duel and uh the village bride those were my two favorite as far as the art the duel um there were moments where it almost had a rotoscoping mm-hmm. yeah. vibe to it you know and I I, I mm-hmm. thought that yep. was interesting and actually curious how why it looked that way um the the final fight the final little sequence with the waterfall and everything just i love that and then the village bride there were certain shots especially in the first half very almost a painting you know it was very pretty the music the soundtrack yeah i I just it the music and the artwork really uh worked very well together and those were the two that stuck out to me in terms of art uh, Village Bride came from uh, Kinema Citrus, uh, Co- Code Breaker, um, Norn Nine. I'm looking for Made in a in Abyss. I'm looking at Rising of Shield Hero. Those some of the big bigger names that I can just just see out of Eureka Seven, uh, Pocket Full of Rainbows movie, uh, the Made in, in a uh, Made in Abyss uh, films, and uh, a Dot Hack o- OVA. So yeah, um, not necessarily like the most prestigious uh 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 line, line up there but dude the village bride is a crown jewel for for sure for for kinema uh jammer did you talk art or are we up to mike i i lost We're on mike mike go ahead <laughs> uh, i mean i the only thing i'll add on to what everybody said is the the styles of the, all the different lightsabers um were very interesting i think that's why i like lopinocho's uh the the green lightsaber how it had the you know the the detail on it, you know, with um, the characterization of the family, you know, um, lineage on there, um, the duel there, how it was, it looked like a katana, you know, like in a katana hilt and everything. And when he pulls it out, it's already lit up and he's pulling out just like a katana sword. Uh, so, I mean, to me that like, that was so cool. It was such a different concept of star Wars and the lightsaber model instead of just the traditional, Here's the, the, you know, the hill lighted up and, you know, extend the blade extends out. So I loved how each studio took their own interpretation of it. And some of them, it was, you know, the traditional style, but then like, um, you know, the, the, you know, what, what the duel was able to do, uh, that hooked me right there. When you see the handle, it's a traditional Katana handle and he pulls it out and you see it just, you know, it's already illuminated and everything. That to me, it was awesome. Cool, cool. Uh, Christine, you know, um, a- anime is is polar can be polar polarizing here in in the United States. You see it all the time. Co- comments on uh, ch- changes made, whether it's to, to an, an anime or manga a- adaptation, cult cultural things, co- costumes get it, it all gets uh, 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 thrown in, in the air, and, and often people forget uh america's you know not the the center of 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 the universe so getting to see uh japan's take on star wars 
as a female and getting to see their their take on both female heroes and female villains and kind of their their treatment with those characters in this universe even though it's kind of like a offshoot separate universes their their own uh just kind of the the female perspective on on visions um we're fine okay what are you doing um check it it, make sure we're fine but we're good (laughs) for me it was just it it felt great like i didn't i don't think i have anything to add about females really um just you know it didn't feel like anything was trying to you know lift or lower um females it just it kind of felt natural and real and it didn't take me out of the experience of you know like where there's some things i've mentioned um like in game where all the females are gathered the and it's a- like a force uh, moment. <laughs> i i don't need i don't need a a moment like that it feels weird and awkward um but here it just the story just flowed with a lot of them and yeah it just it felt great cool oh that's like the only like real female ori- oriented question question i had and and it when when you dig into anime one of the things uh with the problem in in the west and jammer i'm sure knows this firsthand is just how little the the uh general audiences in the west actually see of of anime and it really is sometimes the the you know lowest hanging fruit that that gets big over here but then you know some some gems will get big over over here as well uh anime has for for decades had uh good and bad uh uh dealings with with uh, uh social to- topics and representation and and fe- female hero statuses and and uh uh whatnot so it's always interesting to, to me to to dig into those those aspects because again like I, personally i think america's greatest country on on earth but it's not the the only country on earth so i always get curious to to hear how how uh, other people are rationalizing cultural differences in, in a place that's a lot more homogenous, homogenous than, than America. Because I think a lot of people forget that that plays a, a huge factor into how different a culture can seem to us when other cultures are more uh, homogenous. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, guys, I, I can't think of anywhere else to go, go with it. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, one, one last one. Duds. Uh, Christine yeah. and I both thought Akakiri were was a dud. Story didn't quite hit. The uh, the the sub, the voices and the noise. Turn my brightness up on that one. It was uh, so dark that like yeah. I had to, like adjust the settings on um on my screen to to actually brighten it up a little bit. Yeah, For Akakiri. Uh, the very very la- last last one. Jammer. So you can't even remember that. it. It's yeah. It's just... I honestly and I was watching. And... I was watching. I was like, I'm bored, and then I kind of zoned out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Brian. Uh, yeah. I just heard you say, "Yeah, I agree." Okay. Uh, the first half, I was like, "Okay, where's this going?" There was a lot of just. It felt like pointless scenes, and then mm-hmm. you get to the end. I mean, it was one of the. Yeah, it had a good a ending. Fight. It was fine. Yeah. The end. I, mean, I like the 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 implications of the ending. I really enjoyed, but like, it was one of those things where I'm like, I like the concept. God, boring though. <laughs> like, no. Yes. It was okay. only about wow. eleven or so minutes, but it could have been five. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's <laughs> there is a little bit of a an interesting story there with the guy, you know, uh, being is there, you know, is there Kyle? No, no the 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 idea because uh, uh, they touch on it in Ninth Jedi with, with someone that that had redeemed themselves, but is tempted tempted again. 
the mm-hmm. guy, the uh, uh, almost botan looking mammalian uh, alien from Ninth Jedi with the uh, pinkish pur- purplish light- lightsaber. Uh, Science Saru did did uh, this. That's Space Dandy, guys. Space Dandy did the did uh, uh, Aki. Uh, uh, I I just messed up. Uh, Akakiri. Akakiri. They thank you. Uh, they they did they did this one. Um, they also did I think the Yo- Yokai Watch move, movie, Garo the animation, Devilman Crybaby. Uh, those are some of the big, bigger names that I can. Uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, really quick. Top. Animation Studio is cool, but also I would I recommend looking into the directors specifically because I know yeah. that animators they can hop change. all over the place. Yep. And then also studios especially these days are often not studio their studios in name they're yeah. more of like a, a production team that like lot. just gather resources and get a mm-hmm. bunch of freelancers so it's it's not as cut and dry i think i think studio trigger is sort of like one of the few actually like proper studios i mean i actually don't know much about these like a lot of these other ones if production mm-hmm. ig still does it that way but a lot of them don't these days, so I highly encourage you to look at the directors and kind of yeah. get from there. Yeah, one one of the things I've t- talked about on on Anime Versal with Brian, and uh, especially because Christine always doesn't like to dig into behind the scenes and stuff like that. I really don't like digging in into names as much in, in anime because then I get bogged down in a lot of that that stuff, like I do with Star Wars, and I get too invested in people and and stuff. So, uh, but J- Jammer is absolutely right. Yeah, the the actual artists and and directors uh, the, themselves they they do hop hop around often and carry their their style uh, uh, with them. Um, anyone else have anything uh, they want to uh, ding any of the other uh, episodes on? I do. What, what's uh, up, Chrissy? Um, <laughs> I I didn't get a chance to say it, but yeah, uh, Lope and Ocho. I don't know why the daughter flipped. Her oh, opinion. There's no, there was no, it was 20 minutes long and I still don't understand why she did what she did. Exactly. It made no sense on why she did what she did. And then also it's like, she brings in this girl, come join our family. And then, you know, seven mm-hmm. years later, she's like, oh, you're not family. Like, how do you Which, change that much? This is like a def- this is like one of them where I'm like, I like the idea, but there's like that shift there. But you needed a lot more. You yeah. needed a reason why, and they didn't provide a reason why. It's exactly. just, oh, she just doesn't believe she's family anymore. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. pretty much it. That's too, too, too much, much unexplained. Too much t- time having fun with the rabbit jumping around, which I I hope is a mm-hmm. is a uh, legitimate or a deli- deliberate uh, reference to uh, J- Jackson, or and that is his name, Jackson J A X X O O N, the uh, uh, green. Alien rabbit from the old Star Star Wars Marvel oh. comics. Oh, um, yeah. I have no so idea. I hope that's a, a direct. Re- so is it is it the same him. species? Did we just no, say what species no, she no, was? No, no, no. They they. Oh, I I didn't even. Other than Tatooine, uh, I don't even think there's a a, a canon planet here. Tatooine and, and Coruscant are the only two can- canon ones. I think we see. Uh, Mike, you're more up to date date on current canon. Did you hear any familiar names? No, uh, uh, like I think they were all. The elder is the only one that I was like because they they reference outer rim and they mm-hmm. said some some planets. I was like I, I was like maybe I look okay this. yeah so, maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as I know, Jammer t- Tatooine uh, is shown in in two uh, t- Toby mm-hmm. and uh, t- Tatooine Rhapsody and then. Uh, oh wait, I think it's Camino. They're they're on when they have to run away from Fett the first time. Uh, but uh, oh. it looks like uh, Cor- 
it might be, but it's definitely yeah. Coruscant that the Padawan is running running yes. from Order sixty six. So, uh, yeah, guys. Outside of that, I I thought it was great. I'd love to see them to do this again. Look, I have dream dreams of the ninth jedi series i i oh. think that was one wonderful i would even almost like like a see a season that shows us the the margrave finding the the kyber and setting up his his big plan and then like in between season one and two is the visions episode and then see season two is is what 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 happens next yeah. I would kill for anything. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen, and and I would temper expectations that are being built on some out of con context things from those filmmaker uh, uh, focuses. But I highly suggest we we watch them. And of course, I'm not saying that it'll never happen because I wish, I hope. But right now, I, I just feel like it's it's just that you know. Hey guys, we would we would lo- love to do because uh, uh, one of the original founders of Trigger said that this is as far as he's concerned unless asked to do another one he's done he's retiring this will be his his last he said that it's, which one was this uh uh oh, crap um the one was that the did elder uh the, the, the elder the okay. elder uh the, that director i already closed out the window so sorry um but That's he fine. he said uh star wars was one of the things that got got him into animation and so going out on star wars felt right he did say i might think again on that if they asked us to to do another one so that's why i mean like that one with the ninth, ninth jedi is out of out of context because others were saying similar things but again that doesn't mean that i mean guys look disney swore up up and down that they they were done with uh done with the the eu and then they realized that there's money to be made on that who, who called that uh so who who knows there's there's money to be made on the ninth jedi i think because rumblings on the internet everyone seems to love it all right, guys. Let's let's do the uh, the round round robin here. LRMonline.com. All your entertainment news needs and and opinions. The podcast network, Genreverse Podcast Network from LR, LRM Online. Gr- great shows. Breaking Geek Radio podcast usually hits on on for Fridays. Uh, we got Marvel Mul- Multiverse Mayhem on m- Mondays. Uh, the the Cantina on Fridays. Uh, Fridays Animeversal reviews and of course the Daily Cup of Genre. And there's other other great uh, 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 on and off shows like uh, No Mercy. There's gonna be Wheel of, Wheel of Time and all all sorts of uh, fun stuff and of course the the youtube channel uh where you can get all those uh shows and video formats and and various th- things and and the wonderful interviews Whew, brian good job being the the i know right the 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 uh uh outsider here now but go ahead and t- tell us about pulp mythos please oh <laughs> uh, yeah you can find me on youtube the channel's pulp mythos currently doing shows like only murders in the building and american horror story check it out very cool. Uh, Christine, what do you do for, for LRM? Um, I'm one of the writers. Um, I also do Anime Versal and uh, Midnight Run. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And Midnight I forgot. Um, um, uh, no Mercy. Yep. Can't wait for that to start up again. I oh, know. Cobra Kai. Uh, Jammer, what you got going uh, on? Bud? I write stories. You could find a lot of them under the name AJ Serna on Amazon and Audible. And I also am serializing my new fantasy series called City of Mages on Wattpad. Nice. And of course, Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, which comes out either Thursdays or Fridays, depending on if there's a movie coming out Thursday night that we want to talk about Friday, then we'll push it a day. And then if not, Thursdays. Also work schedule. We're consistent, I swear. We're trying to get uh, uh, same day because of scheduling and, and everyone living in different places, including myself. We're trying to get Breaking Geek 
set up to where we can start getting more uh, same day YouTube YouTube uploads for them as well. Shaki, tell us a little bit about LRM Online, and then let's get out of here, guys. Yeah, just continuing the the, the tradition of uh, posting as much as we can on LRMOnline.com about you know the topics that you guys care about the most, and um, you know now we're branching out and doing the Johniverse Podcast Network. And trying to keep expanding on that and trying to keep the, the good name going. So, you know, make sure you subscribe, you know, support the channel, support, support the website and do all that. You guys are amazing. Yep. Thank you guys so much. We will be back next week with, I don't, Jammer, I have no idea how Christine and I are going to do this, but panning and stocking everyone on Midnight Run next week. Panty, stocking, panty, stocking, stocking. Absolutely. I I love that I honestly don't don't know. Literally, I think it's just going to be one giant black sensor bar and a beep. (laughs) So so yeah, this yeah. has been anime reversal. Oh, were you gonna say something? Sorry, I didn't no, 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 no. I was I was in agreement. Um... Oh, oh, last last thing because I I have to I have to plug my my uh, stalker re- relationship with Mike Mike Stackpole in the twins oh. when <laughs> in, the, in the twins when when uh, Kare uh, 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 uses his part of the Kyber crystal, he turns it into an iridescent blade. It's changing colors right the kyber crystal and an, and an extending lightsaber ha- had been used uh, by mike stackpole's character uh or not the kyber crystal but the iridescent color um and a an extended blade had been used by karan horn from mike stackpole's x-wing books and i, I jedi uh but it, he borrowed the at least the extension part i'm not sure on the colors part from uh uh alan foster dean or alan dean foster i the old Star Wars writer, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. So anyways, I, I tagged him on, on Twitter because the extending and then the, the iridescent colors specifically stood out because Kron Horn's the only one that I ever knew of that had an ir- iridescent blade. So anyways, way to go, Star, uh, Star, Star Wars fans in Japan. A- AVR and Cantina, may the force be with you. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.